My name is Jeremy Devins, and this is the Yoga Teacher Training Podcast. Today's episode is all about creating an annual teaching plan based on all the things I've covered in the last few episodes. Today's episode is brought to you by the Mindful New Year Retreat, an online course at mindfulnewyear.com. So that's where I take all of the things I've been teaching about the last few episodes here and what I'm teaching today and turn it into an annual plan for you based on your Ayurveda, Vedic astrology, and give you yoga practices, meditations, mantras, mudras, things you can do, pranayama, throughout the year to stay in alignment with yourself, in alignment with the changes of the seasons, and in good health because in Ayurveda they teach all diseases start in the transition of the seasons. So making sure that you're doing the practices that help align with that and what aligns with you in the transits based on Vedic astrology and all the major transitions going on over the year ahead. So all of that's covered at Mindful New Year in the online course you can do anywhere at your own pace or come to the retreat outside of Austin, Texas for one day or three days. If you're listening to this after early 2020, check that site out anyway. You can get on the waiting list for the next class that'll be in 2021 or whatever year after that. So that's at mindfulnewyear.com. Today's episode has a free workbook for you because I love making these things for you and applying what you're learning. So you can get that at quietmind.yoga slash 16 plan as in episode 16 and the word plan, P-L-A-N, the number one six. So quietmind.yoga slash 16 plan. So this is bringing together everything I've shared over the last couple episodes about reviewing and planning the year and brainstorming ideas for what you want to teach and do over the next year. And then applying Ayurveda to know about the seasons and the three seasons according to Ayurveda and how to uh, plan your teaching and adjust your teaching based on that. And then Vedic astrology, understanding that there's transits in grahas or planets that are affecting our experience here on this planet and how our yoga and meditation is deeply intertwined with that and how we can use that to influence uh, those, bring out the more positive expression of the transits rather than the more negative expressions. And then today is bring it all together into a simple one-page plan that you can use over the next year ahead. And this is a simplified version of what I share in the yoga teacher training that I run every year online. Uh, that's the Quiet Mind Yoga Teacher Training. If you're interested in that, it's uh, quietmind.yoga slash YTT. It's where you can learn more about that. But this is like a one-page simplified. You can just make this list and apply it and have it to go for the next year ahead. And every year after, you can make a new one if you want. So it lays out the, four, the three seasons according to Ayurveda. And that gives you space to write in possible themes that you might want to include in your classes based on what I shared. Maybe you want to teach to uh, balancing the Kappa Dosha in the Kappa season. Maybe you want to teach based on a current transit going on and go to my free podcast, the Quiet Mind Astrology podcast, and I'll share things every month of like, okay, this is what's happening with Mercury. Mercury's going retrograde. You want to do this pranayama practice. That's going to help ameliorate the negative influence of that and bring out the positive influence. So that's one approach you could have. 
Or maybe you just like to teach certain things certain times of the year, knowing that in the summer it's going to be hotter, so you want to teach things like satali pranayam, cooling breath. Uh, in the in the fall season, it's going to be a bit cooler, so you want to teach things that are a little more warming. And especially in the spring season, you're going to want to teach much more warming things like more chair pose, more uh, sun salutations, things like that that are going to increase heat in the body. Right, so this is really open-ended for you to interpret and bring your own influence and style to it, but just to have some sort of outline and plan. And maybe you're like me, and like every time I go to teach, I take requests before I teach. So I have a loose plan and outline in my head, but I don't have it meticulously planned. And this is a mistake I made early on in my teaching where I would like really just put a lot of time into planning. And I remember my, when I got my first weekly class, or really my first class that I got to teach at all, it wasn't even weekly yet, just to get to teach a class. I spent that whole week before, like mentally, it just took up all the space in my brain of like, okay, what am I gonna do this time? And then what if this happens and then I'll do this? So I was really thinking about it a lot and that's normal when you're starting out. I hear that from a lot of people still, and like, you know, that's a normal experience. Uh, but that I planned out classes like that for a while and then I remember one morning I planned out this this class that required a lot of shoulder work and I was excited to teach it and I was feeling confident and everything and then I went to check in with the students because this is something I learned from one of my mentors is just to you know how are you doing today do you have anything any requests any injuries I should know about and the everyone there had shoulder issues so I couldn't do the shoulder thing and I was left to just sort of wing it and just like, okay, well, what did I teach last time? How can I do that? And does that make sense? And so I really learned the skill I need to develop is not necessarily to have a perfect meticulous plan, but to have some sort of direction and have some sort of intention, right? So I'm not just going up there completely winging it, but I have themes and concepts and ideas that I'm teaching about and things that I, I've experienced, right? And that's Again, how I teach in the three phases that I'm only teaching things that I have integrated. Like I'm not going to read a book and then immediately teach about that thing uh, with much depth. I might be able to say like, oh, I read this interesting thing and that was cool and I can see how this applies to this other thing. But I'm not going to like read a new book on a new aspect of something I don't know and then try to teach that to other people, right? So I'm always uh, integrating things and applying things and learning new things but I'm not sharing them until I feel like I've integrated them and I can easily talk about them without needing to look at a book or to look at notes, right? So I've got those kind of things in the back of my head all the time, and I encourage you to have those, and those are the kind of possible themes you could write in the workbook or the one-sheet page, and uh, you might need to like have a scratch piece of paper to write out a bunch of ideas too if you want. Uh, to make this make your final thing a little prettier but so those are the kind of things I'm thinking about in the back of my head of like okay I feel really confident with uh, like one thing I learned uh, a couple years ago that really added a lot of depth to my practice was these certain ways of activating the transverse abdominals and how it affected several other postures and how it affected low back pain or learning how to activate the glute medius which was something I was not aware of before I started studying and exploring these things. And then once I felt like I really got it down and understood how it applies to my body and then started teaching it to other people and sharing it like, okay, I learned this thing and then here let's do this together and explore this part of our practice. 
or maybe it's more like meditation and, and mantra and mudra and there's certain uh, mudras that I've used and gotten interesting effects from and found them to be really powerful so then I'll share that in the class so from the big picture it helps to look at the seasons so that eliminates a lot of things, right? I'm not gonna do Satali Pranayam in the Kapha or Vata season, because that's a cooling breath, and those are already cool times of the year, uh, depending on how much global warming has taken over the world, uh, or if you believe in that, or whatever you think. <laughs> climate change, I'll say that, climate change. Uh, so maybe, and then the Pitta season, uh, I might not teach as much uh, heating pranayama like breath of fire uh, like rapid uh, belly contraction sort of things right so you want to sort of have these big picture ideas of like what's going on in the seasons might want to do some grounding things like so i know that vata gets balanced out by doing more kappa things so i'm going to maybe do some more kappa things around september to december and i know that uh, pitta can bring out can bring balance to both vata and kappa so i might want to do more pitta things in those seasons more heating things right so you get sort of the big picture idea and then you get more specific and if there's certain themes like january you're going to usually see a lot of new students in classes you want to teach more beginner friendly stuff or big picture kind of stuff and also september it's very common to see more new students in classes there with school schedules uh, and then in the springtime right People are interested in like spring cleaning and detoxing and uh, health benefits kind of stuff like sweating, purification, these sort of things, right? There's a lot of controversy, you know, uh, you can't detox. There's no such thing as detox. Well, everyone, not everyone, but a lot of people will come to classes for that intention. And maybe you could, you know, bring that up and bring up those kind of issues at that time of year. Right, so this is open-ended. It's up to you how you want to do this, but I'm sure you've got your own skills and things that you've learned, things you want to integrate. Uh, maybe it's a certain anatomy aspect, philosophy, meditation. You can apply Ayurveda. You can check out my podcast with the 2020 overview and apply some of the astrology things. Uh, but that's there for you. Quietmind.yoga/16plan. You can plan out your whole year of teaching. All right, last thing before we go, if you haven't already, leave a review for this podcast or either of my other two podcasts, Quiet Mind Astrology and Quiet Mind Yoga, to be entered to win free access to the Mindful New Year online course. All you got to do is leave an honest review, and you can enter up to three times by reviewing each podcast. All right, thanks for listening, and have a great rest of your day.